Hello, and welcome to Flat Skirts and Basic Black, <laughs> a very special edition where Shannon and I are in the same room. <laughs> oh yeah, so we're your host Shannon and Marcia, and today we're going to be talking about youth ministry, the a little bit about the document Renewing the Vision, um, youth ministry's impact in our church, and we even have a special guest today. Yay! Right? Awesome. So, uh, Shannon, before we get started, before we get to our special guest, um, welcome to my home. Thank you. Lovely. It's very nice. And I've been to your home yeah, many times. That's true. My tiny, tiny little townhouse. <laughs> I love how you're like, it's very nice. Like, I had something to do with it. I don't pay for this home. I told Shannon, I go, this is the house I would live in. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I don't have to pay for mm -hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. There's some perks to raising nine teenage boys. Mm -hmm. One. In one house, you get to live in a very large yeah. house. Um, so um, today, before we get into our subject, Shannon, how's the weather? Uh, Even though we technically yeah. have the same weather right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> um, no, it is uh, sunny and warm and beautiful, and there's a beautiful breeze blowing figuratively in my life. Not only because I'm here with you, but also because uh, I'm on vacation right now. That's why I'm in the Chicago area where Marcia lives. And uh, we're on vacation with our kids, just uh, exploring the city and doing fun things with grandparents and everything. Um, so it's been really fun. Uh, shouts out to my husband, who is now currently watching our children, so I can be here taking this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was not super happy about it, but he's a he's a trooper. He's used to just me leaving and being alone <laughs> with four children. So, um, but it's great. We're gonna see some friends and. Um, like, I just love getting a chance to, like, eat Chicago foods. Although now we have a Portillo's by where I live, which was a huge deal. But, yeah. Um, we, so we can get our Chicago hot dogs and our beef sandwiches. But um, the other thing that I always realize every time I come back, I'm like, oh, I want the Chicago stuff. But it's all terrible for you. <laughs> like, it's, it's like it's deep dish pizza and, you know, like right? all sorts of fried things. It doesn't matter how many yeah, vegetables tamales, you put on that pizza. You know, it's not like great. the tamale cart. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, right. Don't give me something that I love this cart. I know. Oh, <laughs> let's get some more. I love good when I go watch the socks. I uh, mm -hmm. oh yeah, it's right there. The yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's a it's a warm, wonderful day in my world. Awesome. How about you? You know, it's uh, it's a little bit sunnier. It's uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, mm -hmm. uh, which is two days earlier than we recorded. And this morning I posted my personal Instagram. I'm like, it's been a long week. And yep, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> it's uh, from 30 Rock, a show that Shannon and I both love. Oh my gosh. Where uh, Jack, Donnie, <laughs> Jack, Donnie, Jack and Liz are having a conversation. He's like, it's been a long week. He's like, Lemon, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> That's legit how I feel. And I felt this way at 6 o'clock this morning. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's been a long week. But you know what? God is good. The sun is out. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like things are good. Um, yeah, so it's... Things are sunny without, mm -hmm. like, any need of details. It's yeah. just it's sunny. Like, it's now there are no details. It's just, like, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't need anything. Mm -hmm. um, especially as this leads into our next segment. If you guys haven't heard, Shannon and I are going to be That's aunties. So We're so excited to be aunties. <laughs> our girl, our black princess, love what? Meghan Markle. And that guy she's married to. Yeah, that uh, ginger man. <laughs> that ginger man. That beautiful ginger yeah, man, actually. Um, they are expecting their first child. Yay! Yay! Um, we'll be like, what, six in line for the throne? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it doesn't um, matter. We're really excited uh, for them. So 
As the weeks go on, we're going to be introducing a new segment called Hashtag Bump Watch. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Bump Watch. I wish you could see it. And we're making so, hashtags over here. Yes. Um, so, yes, we're going to be doing a bump watch. And we did see her little bump after at their event that they had um, after the wedding. Because she kind of mm-hmm. covered up at the wedding. Mm-hmm. But then you just got to see a little bump in that white dress she was wearing. Yeah, at Eugenie's wedding. At Eugenie's wedding. Not yeah. their wedding. Not their wedding. <laughs> yeah, Shannon was like, wait, what wedding? It's like, at Eugenie's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> but now, um, so excited! They're mm-hmm. um, they announced it at twelve weeks, um, and so that's pretty yeah. great. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be having a bump watch, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Because you know what? This is a pro life podcast, mm-hmm. and we celebrate all life. All lives, all, <laughs> all lives. lives matter. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, black lives. I'm matter. sorry. That's a black. The, uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't. I, I feel like I should like speak Smack for Shannon me. right now. <laughs> Even though I like to say every life every matters, life matters. <laughs> um, because when we say all life matters, I feel like I'm Kanye West. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really don't want to oh, be him, right? Poor guy, poor, right? Poor, so sad, so sad. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so today's topic we're going to be talking about youth ministry, and we're actually going to be having a special guest. Uh, so Shannon and I are both former youth ministers. Mm-hmm. Um, I no longer work for the church, but Shannon does. Um, mm-hmm. Although and I am not a youth minister. She's anymore. not a youth minister. Mm-hmm. She's an everybody minister. Mm-hmm. Adults. <laughs> adults, lots of adults. Lots of adults. Lots, lots of adults. Um, so, and I loved my time as youth minister. I was a formal, informal youth ministry um, for five years? Yeah. For five years. Like that. And um, I've got kids all across the globe. I actually just attended the baptism of one of my youth ministry kids on Sunday when I was in Terre Haute. Awesome. Um, so it was really great. And my other youth ministry kid was the godmother, but she couldn't be there because she was in Uganda on a Fulbright scholarship. Yeah. yeah. I think that all has to do with me. I think mm-hmm. that all, like, they didn't know me. Um, but yeah. <laughs> we will be hearing from one of my old teens and just, she's, she's pretty young, but yeah. my former teens mm-hmm. in just a little bit. Um, but we want to talk about this topic. So, uh, Shannon's like, you're going to talk about this topic. Um, (laughs) So we are talking about youth ministry, um, what youth ministry looks like in the church, um, what they hope the impact of youth ministry would be, Mm -hmm. and what what it actually is. Mm -hmm. uh, Our experience. Our experience. Not what it is, what it actually is. But um, just our experience um, as youth ministers. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started in youth ministry not like as a volunteer. Like Mm -hmm. I was in... I was in college. It was just around the time I was becoming Catholic that I became involved in youth ministry. I worked at a parish, which is like down the street from the parish where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I volunteered and helped there a lot. And I helped with retreats. I helped with lock-ins. Um, and then I got a little bit more involved. And I um, started helping the youth minister with more and more things. Mm-hmm. And I had like a pretty active role for about five years. Um, and then after I left college, I, st- I still kind of helped out. Um, then I did prison youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked with juvenile, um, like incarcerated, um, teenage men, mm-hmm. boys, um, cause they, they really are boys. Like, I don't want to call mm-hmm. them, but they are boys. Yeah. Like, um, and so I did prison ministry with them for about five years and then I continued to volunteer and things like that. And then, um, I, the opportunity came up when I was at um, a place called Nazareth Farm, which is a wonderful place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about leaving my job. Working. That's where we met. That's where we met. I know. We met on the, on the road to on Nazareth Farm. On the road Farm. to Nazareth <laughs> I'm actually wearing Nazareth Farm pants today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we, uh, so I met someone there who was youth minister and I was with all the teens. And um, I can talk about the story another time, but I was praying about like what I needed to do next 
um, because everything in my life seemed like it was going to fall apart. And before this woman left me, Miss Janet Roth, she's a wonderful woman, and um, uh, like a <laughs> 30 years she was in the industry. She's a superstar, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, she um, actually was like, hey, what do you think about moving to Terre Haute? <laughs> There's a job available. And I was like, Terre Haute is not Chicago, mm-hmm. Illinois. It's also Terre Haute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we've talked they, about this before. Like, right? Didn't mm-hmm. the KKK uprise again? Yeah. <laughs> like the KKK yep. will rise again in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yep. <laughs> but, um, and she's like, nope, I just feel like I need to tell you mm-hmm. to consider Terre Haute. And within a week, I was there on an interview. Um, mm-hmm. Like within that week, like that same week. It wasn't mm-hmm. even like we drove away on Saturday. I was in Terre Haute on Friday. Wow for an interview there. And then uh, four weeks later, I was moving there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I did youth ministry there for three years in a joint parish ministry. And then it was time for me to leave Terre Haute. And then I moved back home. And I did a joint parish ministry in Elmhurst. And um, it was really wonderful. Like, it, re- it was. Um, and I feel like I did make an impact. I feel like I'm in, I'm in touch with a, like, mm-hmm. just about <laughs> like mm-hmm. al- almost all my teens in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Whether they're acting a hot mess on Facebook, and I'm like, you mm-hmm. know you were raised better than that. I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> um, I know your parents. <laughs> I know I know where you came from. Mm-hmm. Um, I will call your mother right now. I will call your mother. Like on Clueless, I am calling your mother. And so that's my experience with youth ministry. Um, and, oh, Shannon, what's your experience with youth ministry? Yeah, so um, I had a really great experience as a teen in youth ministry, and my youth minister at my parish growing up. Her name's Marta. She is also like a mm-hmm. rock star. She's been there probably oh closing in on twenty five years now, which is crazy to say, but I also realized like I'm, you know, thirty, so she started before I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, like I mean I'm a little older than thirty. I just like to say I'm still thirty, but <laughs> we'll 30. hold on to it. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh um and um you know, like knowing her now and knowing about ministry in general, like she just is a wonderful person who understands what it means to invite kids into relationship with her, with Jesus Christ, with other people, um, and to empower people. And that's, um, and so really through youth ministry, I got involved in, you know, being on retreats and being, you know, like the director of retreats and stuff. And I got this taste for, ministry and and like many kids who go through youth ministry and are excited about the church are like I want to be a youth minister <laughs> so I said that going into college ended up at a small Catholic school in South Bend Indiana called Notre Dame um studying theology because that's something I was very interested in um and I had always like enjoyed religion class in school but when I got to college and really started taking theology classes I found like this was something that I was really great at and loved and passionate about um, and not to like brag about myself by any means, but just um, just to say like I feel like when you do realize what God has put in your life and what what your path is, like it it sort of blossoms and flowers. And so um, I kind of went back and forth about what I wanted to do in ministry, and I didn't end up doing youth ministry. I got a job in a suburb of Indianapolis, not too long after I graduated. Well, really, right after I graduated, I I just moved straight from college there, and. Um, I started as a youth minister at a very large parish there and learned a ton um, and had amazing kids and amazing people. Um, I was still young and, you know, didn't do it all well, but uh, but it was a good experience. Uh, and then I moved on into other parts of ministry and um, eventually ended up at 
a parish on the east side of Indianapolis, which I still love, which was probably the most diverse parish I've ever seen it in my life <laughs> because we had people from basically every ethnic background you could imagine mm-hmm. in a good significant portion and Marcy has been to that parish and knows um and I tried to persuade you to come there after I left but <laughs> I think it was a part-time job and I, I, I know, I was, well they called me do you yeah, know that yeah. they're like oh uh-huh. we're really bummed yeah <laughs> I, I was like I've already yeah. like it was the day I accepted the yeah. job in Elmhurst and they really called and I was like they go Man, we really would have liked to have yeah. you. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Because you would have been so good. Well, it also helped yeah. that I was a Spanish minor. And yeah, they were exactly. Like... Yeah, largest Hispanic population there. Yeah. Um, and I still love that parish. My kids actually um, ended up going back to school there for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, and uh, then we moved up to uh, boarding school up in northern Indiana. And I did interfaith youth ministry, which was uh, just a crazy interesting thing it's totally different from being in Mm -hmm. catholic ministry but so many of the principles are still the same um and then after that i was really feeling called to work with adults in some way shape or form um and really feeling like oh hey i'm i really want to empower and equip or what i would say equip the saints for ministry Mm -hmm. right like we talked about that like and empower whether that was as a diocesan director of youth ministry or um and then i sort of serendipitously like through really like almost mystical experiences <laughs> ended up that sounds a little weird to say out loud but really it was uh ended up at my current job and it's the best thing I could ever imagine um but I still miss youth ministry and I just go hang out in our youth minister's office and like she asked me to do stuff uh there's two of us on our adult staff who are former youth ministers so she's got like you know, ringers in the waist. Awesome. <laughs> no, stuff. Um, need ringers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So we'll talk you know, about she's that later. like, Oh, you know, she can ask us to do a presentation for like confirmation and know it's going to be like, mm-hmm. we're going to apply all these principles of youth ministry that we're going to talk about. Um, and not have to sort of coach us into mm-hmm. like what it looks like. So we're very blessed in that. Um, and yeah, I, I just love young people and uh, I miss yeah, it. I don't miss it enough to go back to it, but there are moments. Yeah, <laughs> that moments. is a real, that is a true statement. That and is a so, true statement. Um, one of, I actually have a shirt that I got at a conference. This was a Protestant conference I ended up going to because they have good stuff and we they steal do. it. They have um, good stuff, man. I got a shirt that we just says Eucharist. support your, yeah, we do. <laughs> we do have the Eucharist. Um, come to us, Protestant brothers and sisters. We have the Eucharist. The Bring Eucharist. your ideas. We'll give you Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, literally. Uh, um, and... Uh, but I, it's a shirt that just says, uh, support your local youth pastor. And I wear that around. Um, and I live in Indiana. So mm-hmm. like people are always like, yeah, you know, like it's a very, uh, faith, oh, faith-filled state. Yeah. I think you do too. I was but, like, um, I, yeah. and I wear it around and, um, and I still believe that I still believe it mm-hmm. fully. And, um, I really try to do whatever I can to support youth ministry in every church, including our Protestant mm-hmm. brothers and sisters too, because they're doing great things as well. So, yeah, that was a long story about me and yeah. ministry. <laughs> um, we are, we're going to talk, we're going to call one of my former students um, really quick. But before we do that, um, um, there is a document that came out, what was it, 2003? Uh, no, in like 1998. 1997, look at yeah, that. Yeah, 97. So 21 years ago. And it's still good. It's still good. <laughs> it's still, still good. Um, it's called Renewing the Vision. 
and it was the bishops, right? Yeah, U.S. bishops. Yes, um, USCCB. We we reference them a lot because mm-hmm. that is a legit reference. Mm-hmm. Um, if they haven't okayed it, then we can't okay mm-hmm. it. Um, and so uh, it's called Renewing the Vision, and it basically talks about there are eight points to building like a strong, comprehensive ministry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for adolescents, and maybe even for the whole church, yeah, because honestly, some people there are some adults that really are improperly categorized. Yes. <laughs> um, and it, there's eight components and the, or themes. Uh, it's advocacy, catechesis, community life, evangelization, justice and service, leadership development, pastoral care, and prayer and worship. Mm-hmm. So, like, all those things combined. That's actually, I got the certificate, National Catholic mm-hmm. Youth Ministry Certificate, whatever yeah. it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were all of our eight classes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was all about those classes. And all like, this is how you do yeah. it. And I, some really, really great teachers, yeah. actually. Yeah, that um, is a great program. The, the great mm-hmm. thing about it is that I didn't have a youth ministry degree, but mm-hmm. the parish that I worked for in Terre Haute they were willing to pay for it like 100%. Like I didn't have to fight them. They're like, it didn't even come out of my budget. Like they were like, we are paying for this. Not, I'm not kidding. Like, and they wanted me to finish. They promised to pay for it. And they wanted Mm -hmm. me to finish it even before I left. Mm -hmm. Like even before how we both just like, Mm -hmm. we were like, Oh, we're going to, it's time to go. They were like, but we made you this promise and you'll finish this. And it was so great. Like there was uh, one class I had to take in Tampa. They paid for me to go to Tampa and take the class. Wow. So I can finish it in time that's to be awesome. done. Right? See, that's the church doing justice, people. Church doing justice. The Just church saying. does do it. Like, legit. Like, no, yeah. they're really great. I've, I've had, I've really have had really good churches that have um, been there for me. So, okay, so we are, do you want to talk about these components at all before I'm yeah, calling? Um, no. Yeah, no. I'll, t- I'll get into them. So I really think that, um, right, there's three goals, too, as well, but mostly mm-hmm. it's, to encounter Jesus Christ and to grow in faith and, and love and um, walking with him. Um, but so many of these are, are like, realistic to the whole um, of church life, right? Like, we still need catechesis when we're adults. We still need community, evangelization, justice, <laughs> prayer and worship. Like, we do prayer and worship mm-hmm. all the time. That's our, that's our life and our bread, our daily bread. Um, and so, like, it, it still applies even... Today and the great thing I, I like about this is the bishops made a framework. They didn't say here's a program mm-hmm. or like here are the things that you have to do. Yeah. But it was just like here are the things that are essential to ministry and what you need to do, um, and figure those out in your parish, whatever that looks like. Because it's not the same at you know I I'm, I work at a large suburban parish. We have almost ten thousand people who come every Sunday. That's not the same as a small, tiny, little rural parish where we you know where we used mm-hmm. to live or whatever. And you know we have one hundred and fifty kids who come to youth group every week. But and I doubt there were even one hundred and fifty kids total in the whole parish that we were at in a rural setting. Mm-hmm. And an inner city setting is totally different. Like the way that you do advocacy and justice and service looks way different mm-hmm. in an inner city parish than yeah. in um, you know in the suburbs where everybody is eating all the time mm-hmm. and fine. I mean that's yeah. not true of everyone in the suburbs. But no, but, but yeah. it's true. It like is. people don't have to worry about food, so um, justice looks different. Yeah, and I think for me, probably out of all of these, like all of these are going to get done. Like all every. Pre- priest wants you to like teach the kids how to pray and mm-hmm. teach them you know scripture and do catechesis and take care of them on a pastoral level with their pastoral care but I think for me the most as if I were to have a recurring theme of what became most important in my ministry it was that um, ministry of advocacy mm-hmm. of advocating for youth and to 
um, help people recognize that youth ministry is not just like the programming that we do, but it's also about like giving our youth leadership roles and inviting them into the church. Um, there's a really great book by the Fuller Youth Institute, which is a Protestant seminary. The Fuller Seminary is a Protestant seminary in California, um, but they did a huge study on youth ministry. They followed like a thousand kids um, for three years or four years from the time they were high school seniors to the time they were juniors in college to see like who left the church, who stuck with it, um, what and what were the kind of measurable things that mm-hmm. those people that stayed um, didn't. It's, it's a book called Sticky Faith. Yeah, and there's two. Um, there's two books. There's one for youth workers or youth, um, I have that youth ministers, yeah. which is awesome. Um, so if you're in ministry or you are a volunteer in ministry, I would recommend reading mm-hmm. that one. Uh, the and then notes. there's another one for parents uh, that's uh, about Sticky Faith for parents. Um, so if you're a parent, definitely recommend that, even if you have little ones at home like I do. Um, the, when I read that, it totally changed how I talked to my kids about faith and the things that we focus on um, at home as a family. And um, because, you know, it allowed me to sort of look at all of that. And, um, and really their big thing was about, um, one of the big findings they had was that kids who were involved in intergenerational ministry were much more likely to be involved. And that wasn't like, oh, we need like grandma volunteering in our youth group, but rather mm-hmm. like if they were in the choir or they were a lector or, um, you know, mm-hmm. all of these things that they were involved in the life of the parish in a bigger sense. Uh, and that they didn't just kind of get shunted off into a youth service or a youth um, mm-hmm. event, that they were part of the main church's worship. And I know this is a Protestant church, obviously. If right. you're a Catholic church, you're going to be at Mass. But um, that they're not kind of off to the side. Um, and so f- I think that advocacy was a real big part of that for me as a as a youth minister, was to say, no, these kids can lead, they can do this. Like, let's think about their needs. Let's think about what's going on in our community that's affecting them. Um, and even, like, especially when I was at um, my church on the east side of Indianapolis, uh, we had a ton of neighborhood kids who weren't Catholic but weren't churched at all. Mm-hmm. And so, like, well, we need to be aware of them it's not just you know it's not just the kids in your parish um and that's true that's actually a canon law thing if you're into canon law like i am um the pastor of a parish is in charge of not just the Mm -hmm. catholics in his bounds but the spiritual development of everyone Everyone. who lives in the area um and that's true for chicago like growing up in the city Mm -hmm. of chicago absolutely um that is definitely true like Mm -hmm. i didn't grow up catholic Mm -hmm. but we always knew who our priest was Mm -hmm. and they tell you like it wasn't it's neighborhoods are a big deal. I'm sure I've mentioned mm-hmm. this before, like how neighborhoods are a big deal in Chicago. Oh, like, yeah, oh I'm absolutely. from Lincoln Park, yeah. or I'm from this, mm-hmm. or whatever. But in that neighborhood, people are like, what's your parish? Mm-hmm. And absolutely. when I wasn't Catholic, I wasn't Catholic, and, pe- mm-hmm. and people would ask, like, yeah. why do you know where we were? Yeah. Or, um, and they you probably like, knew. And I knew. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, what's your parish? And before I went there, I was like, oh, we're St. Gertrude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's your parish? Mm-hmm. Like, and then when I looked closer, I was like, oh, St. Harry's our parish. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. We knew the answer to that question mm-hmm. yeah. all the time. Yeah. Do you know? Absolutely. We didn't have a parish. I was like, they're like, they said, what's your church? We'd be like, Faith Tabernacle. Yeah. Number one, I saw a church of God. 7426 South Drexel. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Right? But, like, but my parish. My parish is yeah. St. Gertrude's. <laughs> like, that's different. <laughs> Chickasaw Original Baptist yeah. Church. Yes, I totally so, cut you off. Yeah. And I'm no, that's going. fine. No, I was, I was just going to say Chickasaw Original Baptist oh. Sorry about There's papers, guys. I was Um... So anyway, um, we, we won't get into any more of that, but I really think that if I were to pick out like one thing that, that I think mm-hmm. 
youth ministry brings to the church in a specific way is mm-hmm. really to advocate for youth um, in a way that um, they're not being advocated for if you don't have a youth minister. I mean, yeah. that's not always true, but, but it yeah, but it can't be. It can be. <laughs> so we're going to call our guest, maybe, right now. Um, she's here somewhere. Oh, hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to pause this <laughs> and, and, uh, we will be after these messages. We'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. We had no messages. <laughs> we have no sponsors. No sponsors. <laughs> but sponsors, we have 30 solid listeners. Please, yeah. please sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we have a guest today. Um, we have uh, Kaylin, yay! And she's one of my former youth ministry students. Um, she's still a teenager, but she's not a high school student anymore. <laughs> so, Kaylin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, uh- I'm Kaylin. <laughs> so I was involved in uh, youth ministry since um, like eighth, seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm still involved in youth ministry now through my college. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what year in college are you? I'm You're a freshman. freshman, right? Okay, yeah. Very cool. Okay, so tell us about your youth ministry experience. You don't have to sweet it up just because I was your favorite youth minister ever. But you know, you, you just tell, tell, be honest. Tell us how you tell us about tell youth us ministry. Tell us what it was. <laughs> okay, so youth ministry in my church, um, it was really helpful because like it got a bunch of like kids of the same age together and would um, like it really helped me grow in my faith. I like, I don't know, helping me through high school because that's kind of a rough like part of people's lives, I guess. Yeah. yeah, And it really helped me like grow in my faith because um, of the opportunities it gave me through mission trips and like service opportunities too. Because up until high school and still a bit now, I grew up very like sheltered Mm -hmm. in my community. Mm -hmm. So it was cool to be able to see how much of a difference you can make in people's lives by just like spreading God's love. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so you're in college now. So what do you feel like looking back and you said you helped with youth ministry now at your college. So what was your takeaway from high school youth ministry? My takeaway was, I guess just kind of not everyone has the opportunities that I have. And like not everyone has the same opportunities in general. Mm-hmm. So to be able to lift other people up and um, listen to people is kind of what the purpose of youth ministry was for me, I guess. Just learning how to spread God's love and how to be like a source of light for other people by also like living your faith life, I guess. <laughs> No, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> I feel like I may have done a good job. Yeah. <laughs> we won't give props to anyone else. <laughs> Just me. Um, okay, so like, so you're so you're still like you sound like you're still like really living your faith, still taking that with you. Yeah. Like, how has your faith changed um, since you've been in college? Um. Well, at first, it was kind of rough because every time I'd go to mass, I would get really homesick. Yeah. But um, 
I think joining the youth ministry program here, mm-hmm. I've been making more friends with like similar interests and similar or similar values. And there's also like a lot of opportunities for service here too. Like I'm gonna go on a alternative spring break, oh, maybe. Good. Yeah, I'm not sure where I'm gonna go yet. Um, <laughs> there's either construction ones or social social work ones. Mm-hmm. And I've never done a social work kind one before, mm-hmm. so. I, I'm not sure what I'm doing yet, but um, I think that would be a good way to grow in my faith life, too. And there's a lot of retreats, and um, there's just a really nice community here. So I think just by going to church and being involved in the youth group, I'm just going to grow in my faith life by osmosis. And <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying Okay. No, that's awesome. Um, do you do you have any questions, Shannon? Yeah. Um, is there a moment in your like youth ministry career? You know, you've talked a lot about doing service, but <laughs> youth ministry career <laughs> <laughs> um, about doing service, but where you just really felt like that was the moment where it kind of clicked for you, and you said, "Oh yeah, like I'm I'm all in with this Jesus character," you know, <laughs> or or what it was that made you want to continue to live as a Catholic in the world today? Okay, um, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if I heard the question completely right. So did you ask um, what made me want to continue my Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess kind of watching how Catholicism helps other people mm-hmm. and just how it makes me feel too. I went to the Steubenville Youth Conference yeah. mm-hmm. um, two years ago and it was like a transforming experience for my faith life Mm -hmm. like going to adoration i've never cried in adoration before (laughs) but um i cried then and (laughs) so it was um i guess the way that my faith makes me feel and the way that i know like i know i always have something to fall back on Mm -hmm. when life gets hard and stuff like that like, my faith kind of helped me through high school, like, through mental issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think just knowing the kind of peace I feel when I'm, like, strong in my faith life versus when I'm not. Yeah. And how how it affects other people, too. Like, I know I'm a nicer person when <laughs> I'm strong in my faith life. Mm-hmm. So I want to be a nice person all the time. So. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else you want to add or any, like, um, do you have any advice to give someone that is thinking about going into youth ministry for a career, like as a teen, um, like as a former okay, teen? Okay, well, yeah, I guess, like, you have nothing to lose by going into youth ministry. Um, like you're only going to bring more joy to people and I think if that's what is rewarding to you then definitely go for it like if I think it's important for people to do what they find meaning from as a career so doing youth ministry you'll definitely get some meaning from it I guess (laughs) so what would you say to someone who who's um who's a teenager who is like a 14 year old girl and not or a boy whoever um (laughs) um, not wanting to go to that first youth group what kind of advice would you give them um just do it and if you don't like it you don't have to go back but like 
just try it and give it a chance and it'll probably like you'll probably like it I I guess (laughs) (laughs) try everything no did your mom make you go to that first time no but she she made my brothers go two years later so um, (laughs) that's funny she'll tell she'll tell people that like um but I know a bunch of people that like their parents made them go the first time mm-hmm. and uh, they ended up enjoying it and they ended up getting something out of it. Even mm-hmm. if you don't enjoy it, you're still going to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's worth it. If, if you like, if a 14 year old or a 15 year old really like hates going, like it's still only an hour or two of your week. <laughs> so <laughs> used to say to me about going to mass. <laughs> yeah. But it's most likely that you will get something out of it and you will, like, I mean, you really don't have anything to lose other than, like, I guess an hour of your day. But you can spend an hour, like, watching, like, dumb videos on YouTube or, like, (laughs) procrastinating on homework, you know? Like, an hour can be spent in much worse ways than going to a youth group. Yeah, and she'll probably get something out of it. No, that's awesome. Hey, thanks so much um, for your time. I really, oh, she went away. Maybe she did it. I think. Oh, she's back there. I went away. You did not go away. I have a touchscreen computer, so if anything touches it, it's like, and goodbye. (laughs) But, um, so yeah, thank you very much. Oh, yes. Sorry, I accidentally pressed pause too soon. So thank you, Kaylin, for coming. Thanks for me. You are welcome. Um, yeah, seriously, this is really great. It was a really great conversation yep. to have, and I hope that you keep listening. Okay, so that was Kaylin. That was She's pretty amazing. great. It was great to I have know. a guest. First yeah. guest ever. <laughs> Our first guest ever. Um, <laughs> next time we'll have one of your old students on. Well, one of your old students is a priest, so yeah, I feel like I feel like maybe like, hashtag <laughs> youth ministry <laughs> success story. Yes, exactly. Um, speaking of which, let's talk about our youth ministry success stories. Um, you know, I think we all have moments as youth ministers where we're like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore and everyone hates me. Mm-hmm. And like I literally at one point when I worked at the boarding school. I literally had kids who tried to run physically away from me. <laughs> they turned and ran. Okay. So like, oh my gosh. And it was just like, and if this isn't a microcosm of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, but my whole point, uh, I guess, is that like, uh, in, in spite of all that, God does work and God, um, he works in spite of us and through us. Mm-hmm. Um even when we're not perfect. And, and you know, for example, uh, I have uh, one of my very first kids from youth ministry has recently been ordained as a priest, and I now That's get awesome. to work with him That's at awesome. my parish. And I laugh so much when they put out priest assignments because I had just taken this job at my parish, and then they put out priest <laughs> assignments for the newly ordained, and he was there. And I um, and the, one of the other staff members is also the other youth minister who worked oh. with me. So we both um, had father uh in our in our youth group and it was um 
you know, I'm certainly not taking credit for his vocation by any means. I would. Uh, it's fine. That's God. Uh, <laughs> he worked through you. Through you. <laughs> but uh, it's nice to know that along the way, I helped someone who actually like mm-hmm. cared enough to become a priest. So, yeah. <laughs> um, how about you? Any major successes? Um, right. I know. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, not everybody K- gets Kaylin. 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 all about it, man. She's making it happen. Yeah. Um, no, I really. I do have some really, like I said, the student that's in um, Uganda mm-hmm. right now, um, her name is Marianne, so I'm going to shout her out. Um, hey. <laughs> I believe she listens to the podcast. I mm-hmm. can't, we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, hey, Marianne, um, <laughs> she is great and fantastic and wonderful. Um, she really is living out her faith. Um, this might embarrass her, maybe her mom, who also might listen mm-hmm. to the podcast. But um, I guess her, her mom approached me when she was just ending her sophomore year and she's mm-hmm. like my daughter is very different <laughs> than she was before not I me mean, she yeah. wasn't a spoiled brat yeah. she was never like a horrible spoiled yeah. brat person um she's a very popular person mm-hmm. and she had a lot of friends mm-hmm. and um she's like this could have gone very differently mm-hmm. and i guess it was one day she um came home from youth group and she's like and i don't know what i it was a retreat she goes I want to do this retreat. Marcia said there's a retreat. Marcia's pretty cool. So we're going to go on this retreat. Yes. And, and that's what happened. Like she ended up going on the, she ended up going on a retreat, the retreat where we were. And, um, she, uh, oh, so she, she signed up for the retreat. So she went on the retreat and she, it was this huge, it was called the, I want to live retreat from like the John Denver song, you know, like from like, so this retreat was like made from like the seventies. Okay. Maybe the eighties. I'm not sure. Right. And so they've kept it the same. And so every, every year they do the, I want to live retreat and it's got the same themes and it's really focused on social justice. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we do it, and there are a few things like I added because I was like, I can't do this, I can't mm-hmm, do this, mm-hmm, I can't do this white hippie mm-hmm. retreat, everybody. Um, <laughs> and she was so involved, and I hadn't really gotten to know her before mm-hmm. then, but she completely was involved, and she decided, like at that retreat, that she was going to live for the good of other people. Wow. And she has absolutely kept that promise. Like mm-hmm. she went through the rest of high school, like. She changed. Mm-hmm. She changed. And so, like, not, like, in a bad way. Not that people were like, you changed. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? But she changed. And she really, like, she went to Nazareth Farm with us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just kind of, like, her whole life was social justice. Like, mm-hmm. made sure that other people had. And she has a great background. Like, her grandfather, her dad and her grandfather before him were both directors of Catholic charities mm-hmm. in town. Mm-hmm. Right? But she really had no interest before. Mm-hmm. But now she's like... Um, that's what they carrying have, on the family ca- tradition. Carrying on family tradition, and that's how that worked. And it's really great. Um, and so, like, and I guess she she was like, no, just how you live your life. Well, she told me that one day. She's like, yeah, how you live your life made me want to like know more about like what I could do. And I'm like, shut wow. up, really? I'm a hot mess. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I go, please yep. don't be a hot mess. Like yeah, me. don't. And so, but I think that she really is. Um, and I like like you said, like I don't claim success for mm-hmm. her because that was all God. Mm-hmm. I claim success in my ability to be used, yeah, you know, share, like share faith, um, yeah. to share my faith. And, um, and right now, like I said, she's on a Fulbright scholarship in Uganda um, before she goes being to medical amazing. school and being uh-huh. amazing, right? She yeah. just wants to be a doctor and mm-hmm. she wants to serve. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. I was like, I can't even do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but what I can do, I do. Mm-hmm. And just like, I don't have, like I was pre-med once. 
Like, <laughs> I was. Yeah. Like, that's the closest I got yeah. to being a doctor. <laughs> I was pre-med one time. And a medical school really liked my personality, so they sent yeah. me a letter and told me to apply. Fair. <laughs> but I was like, I can't heal people with my smile. Mm-hmm. Like, physically. I can't physically heal people with my Not smile. Not good at this, actually. Right? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I just really, uh, I'm just, I'm really glad and grateful um, just for her and her ministry and her life mm-hmm. and her witness. And so, yeah. So, yeah. It's been pretty, it's great. It's, it's great being a youth minister. It's mm-hmm. one of those jobs, just like my job now. It's not rewarding right now, mm-hmm. but it is rewarding, yep. you know, especially when you've still got kids. Like, mm-hmm. I still have a kid, 23 years old, legit reached out to me recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I am struggling in my faith. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know? I do it all the time. Right? Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. That sounds like Tuesday yeah. to me. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But no, I just, uh, it's, it's a lifelong job. Mm-hmm. It's like, I may not get paid for it forever, but it's, mm-hmm. it's still my job. And it's yeah. still like, because whether or not I work for their parish, I'm still their youth mm-hmm. minister. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you feel the same yeah. way. I still call my youth minister. I am a youth minister. Right? I still call my youth yeah. minister. Like, oh, Love you, Marta. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's all good. Uh, and I think that probably wraps up all we have to say. But I mean, yeah. we could talk about youth ministry for two days. We but can, we won't. but we won't. <laughs> it's going to be another shortish podcast. Exactly. I say that, and it's forty minutes. Yeah, but like, but, <laughs> we stick um, to that. <laughs> we, we will see. Um, okay, so we are introducing another segment in our podcast um, because we like to recommend things mm-hmm. to you guys, mm-hmm. right? So this section is called the offertory section. Some things that we are loving right now. We want to offer to the, you, yeah, if you will. Offer them up. For, to, your, for your pop culture edification. <laughs> no, wait, really quick on a side note. So I've never, uh, we use that word edification in my church where I grew up all the time, right? <laughs> and I don't think anyone really knew what that meant um, because we would use it all the time. So we would have service. And start, service would start, and they would open up the Bible, and they would read a scripture, not like any random one. They would pick one out. They would read the scripture, and then the prayer after the scripture would say, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word and the edification of our soul. And we'd be like, yeah, amen, amen, right? I never know what edification was, but I mean, I had context clues. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, the fulfillment, the betterment, you yeah, know, whatever. Fun. We didn't know, but it literally means information. <laughs> like, <laughs> it literally means information. Yeah. Like, it's not like... It's, it's a it's a five dollar word for information, mm-hmm. and so I used it once with someone who grew up in that church um, because uh, Lasser used it on a psych episode, mm-hmm. and I knew it meant information like years after because he goes well for your edification, Spencer. I don't know if you remember this, and then I was like of his soul, <laughs> but like but I knew that wasn't it, and I used it to someone once, and they were like, "You're not reading scripture." <laughs> I was like it's not just for not just. So anyway, for your pop culture edification. And maybe the edification of your soul. <laughs> maybe well. the edification of your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to share a few things that we're feeling right now. Um, is, is it okay if I go first? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Because I have been feeling this and I'm just so excited. So I follow Busy Phillips on Instagram. I have loved her since Dawson's Creek. So you might have seen her on Dawson's Creek or Cougar Town. All those things. Um, she, and Freaks and Geeks was first, though. Mm-hmm. She was so great on Freaks and Geeks. Um, she's an actress and she's wonderful and real. She's the queen of Instagram stories. Mm. Um, 
you all of her stories are hilarious and she I well first I just recommend Busy Phillips <laughs> to all of you all the time um we don't have the same views politically but I think personally and as a person um I feel like she really serves she's an accidental empowerer <laughs> <laughs> no just by sharing her story and her life um and her book just came out yesterday we record we're recording this on October 17th and her book just came out Tuesday October 16th and I had it already pre-ordered from audible like i was like boom one credit because i love hearing people's stories and their voices mm -hmm. so i knew i was going to get the audiobook the minute it became available for pre-order and i have been anxiously awaiting it and it has not been a disappointment i am halfway through her book is called this will only hurt a little <laughs> um it's uh it's really really wonderful like i i can't express that enough just telling her story just her telling about her life and her story and her struggles and their struggles that we've all had and her and I are the same age. Like we would have graduated high school the same, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, we're 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 the same. We're in that same uh, age group, just like all of the Harry Potter kids. We are the same age. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that. We are the same age. I don't know if you know that. Hermione. Like we are all and like we're Ron. all mm -hmm. and, and exactly golden trio. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she is really great, and she grew up Catholic. Um, and in her book, she kind of talks about that a little bit. And I, and, um, it's, it's really sweet. I'm actually, when, before Shannon came over to record the podcast, I was at that part. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of why I lost track of time when she came over. I was like, oh, I've been listening to Busy Phillips all morning. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, so yeah, that is, that is what I'm offering to you today. <laughs> what about you, Shannon? Uh, so I have two things that I'd like to recommend. The first is a great book by Yai Gayasi. I'm terrible at saying her name, Yai Gayasi, um, called Homegoing. Um, and it traces basically a family um, from the Gold Coast, the West Coast of Africa during the uh, 18th century and two sisters, one who stays in Africa and one who is um, stolen away for the slave trade. And it traces their families through both Western Africa and uh, the uh, U.S. South in um, following generations into the um, late 80s, um, early 90s. Uh, so like our generation of, of kids. Uh, and... Um, finally and at the end um bringing those two stories together i won't tell you how it but it's a oh, fantastic wow. great. book um and i believe won all sorts of prizes um but just a wonderful book and really gives you a flavor of both um african culture as well as um black culture in america uh and is very disturbing at times but also really powerful and uplifting as well so homegoing by yaga gayasi actually um, my friend recommended that book yeah, for me great actually book. and i was like oh yeah i'll read that yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> but we have so many to be read lists that will yeah. never be fulfilled uh, well yeah and i read that in the summer uh it's been a while since i've read it but uh i'm working on my master's right now and i'm literally only reading books for that <laughs> So I have some great ones there, but they're really technical theology. Right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and then also the other thing that I have been um, just uh, haha, uh, ironically binging on right now is a podcast called Binge Mode. Um, Binge Mode is a Game of Thrones podcast, but right now they're doing Binge Mode Harry Potter. So they're going through each of the books, uh, awesome. chapter, you know, a few chapters at a time, just breaking it down. And, I mean, these are like 
two-hour episodes just on Harry Potter. We have no um, problem with that. Exactly, and I love them. I <laughs> will say, say for say Harry Potter listening, has a podcast. <laughs> it is not a kid-safe podcast. It, it, they have adult content. There is uh, swearing and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, it's not... Uh, it's not even probably <laughs> not very holy either, uh, to be going on, but it's it's really funny and um, and they touch on some great themes um, and really wonderful um, you know two people who read very deeply in the literature and really great um, so it's binge mode uh, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify <laughs> just <laughs> like our podcast. just like our podcast <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, you can check that out too as well. Love that very much. Um, and yeah, that's my offering. Because <laughs> <laughs> the gifts we have. We're giving them to share. We are giving them to share. All right. So awesome. Shannon, what are you looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to my vacation that I'm on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, this coming Sunday, we actually have a speaker uh, at our parish on infertility about uh, treating oh, infertility okay. through um, NAPRO, which is... Uh, a uh, way of treating fertility that is in line with the church's teaching on family life and mm-hmm. sexuality um, and pro-life, of course, too. Um, and then um, also uh, this week we have um, the rite of acceptance, which is the first rite mm-hmm. for those who are going to be baptized at Easter, uh, so adults who are going to be baptized, which is just a really powerful, wonderful celebration of the way that Christ has transformed their lives so far and is going to continue to transform their lives as they um, become part of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm super duper excited because I just get to um, experience, watch people experience this profound um, moment of God's love in their lives. Um, and, you know, I've probably said this about RCIA before, being being a RCIA director, um, that you it's very humbling because people just kind of come to you with their stories of how God is working and you don't have anything to do with that. You're just there to like listen and say, wow, God is amazing and works through them. Mm-hmm. And then to just say like, let's keep, keep this party rolling, you know? And I really don't feel like I do anything. Um, but the way that the Holy Spirit moves through people's lives is so profound that, you know, they're like, you're just so amazing. And I'm like, I just I literally that. was here. Like, I set out the papers. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I made sure I, there was juice. I, like, <laughs> I have somebody come to talk about stuff at mm-hmm. our formation slashes. That's it. So uh, I'm super excited for another round of that. Awesome. How about you? Um, I'm trying to think. I was the whole time we're speaking, I go, what am I looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? Am I looking forward to anything? Is my life awful? Um... <laughs> I am, you know, I mean, I don't have anything. I'm, I'm not, it's not like I'm not looking forward to anything, mm-hmm. but I don't have anything like major mm-hmm. coming up that I'm like, this is happening. I'm so excited. Uh, I am looking forward to um, the rest of my day. <laughs> I know that's because I am off duty today and I just kind of have the rest of my day until eight o'clock tomorrow morning and I'm really i have some cleaning goals shannon saw my room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um she saw she yeah. sees it every week anyway on skype mm-hmm. but she saw it in real life mm-hmm. and she's like oh this was not a test <laughs> <laughs> but um, i'm looking forward to uh you know being an adult and cleaning my room i'm also going to go see a movie tonight because of movie pass movie yeah. pass sponsor us uh, <laughs> we have 30 solid listeners <laughs> um speaking of movies we have we have not we don't have plans as a podcast to cover the movie Gosnell mm-hmm. um 
we we may or may not go see it ourselves. Uh, I I will say this: the media has not expressed that it was it was the top ten at like over the weekend, but then it dropped to I think eleven or twelve by Sunday, so they didn't count it. Mm. Um, so the mainstream media is not covering it; they're not talking about it. Um, they are not um, like it. So that. That is frustrating because I feel like the story, those stories need to get out and like realize how horrific um, abortion is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't want to talk about it. We are not going to cover it as a podcast. Um, but I will probably see it on my own. Um, and if you want to share your thoughts um, over our email, that would be fine too. Uh, Plat Skirts and Basic Black Podcast. Um, that will be fine. I just want to let you guys know. So if people are like, why are you talking about this movie? Um, we may talk about it on Instagram, but we will not be covering it as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that. I hope that um, you guys have a wonderful and what are we talking Last about week. next week? Oh, <laughs> I was like, and goodbye. No, <laughs> Shannon's like, can we please say what we're talking about next week? Next week, we are going to be talking about Coco. Yay! I am so excited. A much happier movie than the It's been the So we're going to be talking about Coco um, and Day of the Dead, um, how um, uh, maybe... Maybe a little bit about Catholic funerals. Yeah, the communion of saints. The communion of saints. We're talking about. We're talking about I'm like, that's right. I'm like, what did we say? What's the <laughs> subtitle? <laughs> All um, Souls Day, All Saints Day. Yes. Halloween. Yeah, there we go. I was like, what are we talking All about that things. day? All those things. So yes, next week we'll be talking about Coco. We are very excited, and that's actually going to be. I think are we taking a break after Coco? Uh, yeah. I we're think we're doing Coco. We're going to take a slight break. Um, then we're going to come back again <laughs> for a Thanksgiving episode yes. and then we're going to take another little break. Yes. <laughs> so, um, super so super excited. So yes, make sure to watch Coco. It is available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and be prepared to cry. It's not, so it is a beautiful movie. It is lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It is also tear jerkery. Disney will get you every single time. Disney will get you. Um, so yes, so make sure that you check into our podcast. Um, I'm trying to play our theme song and it's not happening for me because it doesn't like me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to keep trying. We're going to keep trying. And, and think, here we go. And here we go. Maybe. There we go. Hey, Shannon did it. Shannon on the soundboard, everybody. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode about youth ministry. Um, If you are considering a career in youth ministry, you can email us. Do it, right? Do it. You can email us at plaid skirts and basic white. Here's the downbeat. Not yet. Um, Please follow us on Instagram at Twitter uh, and Twitter at plaid skirts and basic black podcast. Um, Yes, BB podcast. Oh, yes, that's right. Shannon's like, that was wrong. Um, PSBB Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Shannon at Team Quarter Black. On Instagram, you can follow me at StylishlySia on Instagram because I have not been keeping up with being a hot mess heroine. I'm just a straight up hot mess. Um, you can follow there too. Um, so yeah, it was great. And you guys have a wonderful week.